All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to Booze and Banter, episode 28. It's not 26, it's not 27, it is 28. We're getting older. It's a good day today because the presidential debate. Every four years, we get to watch this fucking circus. And it's just awesome. And I hope that it doesn't keep up, to be honest with you, because I would like to actually listen to some fun, real shit. But... We're going to start this episode like every other one with some happies and crappies. Um, and I'm going to let Bach and Jabbar take it off because he's uh, yawning. So let's hear it. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, my happy this week is got to celebrate my three-year anniversary with my wonderful, beautiful, amazing girlfriend, Grace. Hell um, yeah. So we uh, ate some good food. Watch the Eagles lose, <laughs> which leads me to my crappy. <laughs> Eagles didn't lose. They tied to the Bengals. That's a loss. That's an L in my book. Big L. <laughs> and, like, I'm sitting over here, like, thinking to myself, Doug Peterson, the coach that wrote this book titled Fearless, did not go for it on 4th and 12th with 20 seconds left in overtime, and decided to go for a tie, and I'm just scratching my head. Um, Man, it's just tough season out here for the Eagles. Injuries, doesn't matter. We we get used to it, but um, I'm not looking forward to the rest of the season, to be honest with you. This is, t- this is tough out here for Philadelphia fans. Um, Carson Wentz looks awful. Um, most turnovers in the National Football League. Um... It's just tough out here watching football these days for me. But that's my happiness crappies. You over there, what, two years after a Super Bowl victory saying it's tough to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan? It is tough have, right now, yes. Have you seen the Vikes? I'm not, I didn't so say that. It's not Vikings? tough being a Vikings fan. <laughs> have you seen the continue on of the Minnesota Twins Winless streak in the oh, don't fucking start me with that Once again. Today was that? that was that, so bull fucking shit. That is that sixteen oh, straight L's in postseason for the Minnesota? Straight. My happy today was going to be hopefully after a dub because we haven't talked about it for a while. But since the Twins aren't playing the Yankees anymore, I was like, oh, that's my, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm all I'm all giddy. I'm let's go. And then seeing that loss and just having a pit in your stomach not realizing or not thinking you're going to win another game ever in your life in the postseason that's a minnesota fan man that's a minnesota fan over here just struggling to get by and you're over there with your super bowl i can see it in the rear view mirror your super bowl and you're fucking over there bitching i get literally i'm I, skipping I was it real watching i was watching the fucking box scores come in and it's the top of the ninth we're tied and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. We were the home team. We just three and out, and, and we get a run, and that's it. No. He walks the fucking bases loaded. Three more runs, 4-1. What did it end up? Because I fucking shut it off. I, I couldn't even. Oh, my God. And I knew when Springer was up, is like, okay, so they're either going to walk him or Springer's going to get a hit. And he's not even playing that well, but he just understands how to play in the postseason. And fucking Astros, of course. They probably had the fucking garbage cans going for this game, too. Only in the ninth, though. Only top of ninth. They're not cheaters all the way anymore. Just when it counts. <laughs> fucking A. 
I don't really watch baseball, so honestly, all the information I get is pretty much from you guys. And from what I from what I have heard, it's just it's tough to be a Twins fan, dude. We won the but, division, though. We got that. Yeah, but why do there, we have to play it? Why do? We, okay, so I I was wondering that. Um, and I know we kind of went away from the happies and crappies, but why do we have to play in the wild card slot if we won the division? I. I uh well cuz this year there's it's a different format because of the coronavirus so there's more teams in it this year than there normally is. So I'm not really sure if I don't know if anyone got a buy or maybe like the very top seeds in both division got buys or something like that. But uh there's more wild card teams than normal. Gotcha. Cuz that I didn't I, apparently I wasn't understanding or following it closely, but I'm like, we won our division. Why the fuck do we have to play in a wild card game yeah. against the Stros, who got second in their division? See, at this point, it's like, I don't want to say, I, I'm rooting for the Indians just to fucking beat the fucking shit out of the Yankees. But at this point, they're I think they're losing right now. They're losing three to one right now. But I fuck the Yankees. You know, any anyone that comes out of our division, I'm going to cheer for if the Twins are out. That's what I, I'm just, that's who I am. Well, the thing about the Yankees is, like, all they the problem with the Yankees actually is all they need is a little bit of confidence, and they're such a good team. Like Dude. when you can tell when they feel deflated, and then they start like losing, and it's like, why? You bought a team. You literally bought a team to make them good. Like, just get a little bit of confidence, and this game over. I fucking hate the Yankees so much. Like, you know, the, like the, there's a lot of Astro shaming on Twitter right now, and I'm like all for it. Like, yeah, fuck the Astros. But then when the the Yankees fan come and say you stole a fucking World Series from, like, no, no, fuck you. I'm glad the Astros cheated. <laughs> fuck the Yankees. Dude, I I just wish that the Red Sox were good again, and we could just the world would be fine if the Twins could win one playoff game, and the Red Sox were a good team, and then. Like even if the Dodgers beat him or something, like that that would just be good. I would Are you be a Red happy Sox with fan? baseball. I love the Red Sox. Big poppy. That was I hate my the White first, Sox. That was my first ever uh first ever World Series was two thousand four that I watched from like the full the full Oh thing, yeah, dude. Which was super cool. You guys ever play MVP baseball two thousand five? Of course I did. Best game of all time. Is that the one with Pablo Sanchez? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. I've no. played Mario Baseball. Oh, damn. On the GameCube? On the Wii? GameCube, dude. The, the legit one. I don't know. That the Wii is... was pretty goddamn good, too. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The GameCube one is where it's at. But... <clears throat> who's your favorite so gonna... player, then? If you actually played Mario Baseball, who's your favorite oh, player? I like that little gopher. Yeah, yeah the mole, dude. The He's mole. the best. He, he was fast. Best. He was a good slap hitter. You could get you could get singles and then you could steal to third and then you'd usually like follow him up with like DK because I always bat him as my second batter and then I had Donkey Kong, um or Bowser either one and then pop him in. Um, you know the Goomba is also extremely fast with the ball. Like the mole and the Goomba are the two that are very fast with the ball. So but, are you saying are you saying the Goomba is your favorite player? No, not at all. My favorite player is um. Uh, Toadstool, the old guy. The old really? Toad, huh? That's a weird one. Yes. I love him. I love um, Hammer Bros. Oh, and, yeah. And I like both of the uh, the babies. Oh, no, dude. The babies were such a waste of time when they were batting, though. 
Yes, they were. But I they love them. They were so good in the nonetheless. outfield. They were so good in the outfield. I will. I love. I just love that Luigi, baby, and regular can do the wall jump off of the off of the back wall to yep. just uh, steal a home run. And oh god, man, I don't know. There's a lot of players that I really liked on there actually because. Like Yoshi was good because he could stick his tongue out oh, and catch the I ball. I fucking so love Yoshi. Fast. I love Yoshi in all games though, yeah, except like Super Yoshi's... Smash. He's not that good in Super Smash. He he is if you know. If he's you're in good, Yoshi's stupid broken all Nintendo games like that for no <laughs> reason. When you get fucking plopped into an when you're shitty and you're facing a good person and they're Yoshi, it's fucking frustrating. Because they just turn you into an egg over and over again. Yeah, and then you fucking drop and they drop you off the fucking side of the map. That's you just gotta hear, hear this little dinosaur squealing in your face for fucking twenty minutes while you're getting your ass beat. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm not losing Yoshi in Smash. Super Smash. It's not happening. But a good a good Yoshi can't do anything against spam side B dark pit. So, oh <laughs> I'd be dark pit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to dive into my happies and crappies. Uh, well, we are I'm going to try to get us back back on the rails. Um, so for my happy this week, went to Aiken, hung out with Ashley's brother, my brother-in-law, Justin and his wife Josie and their kids. So that was solid. Um, and then that's about it, honestly. It was, it was just a solid week. Oh, shit. Ashley got paid again for the first time in all summer. That's a big That's a big happy. Let's go. Hell yeah. Uh, for my crappy, uh, well, let me see. My fucking beer is taking forever to carbonate, which really frustrates me. It's because I dropped too much yeast out of suspension. And so now I'm going to have to carbonate this bitch for like five weeks for to actually build up carbonation. Call you Golden Gate. Suspension bridge, baby. Suspension bridge. No, I've, I've, I collapsed Golden Gate. I accidentally took all of the fucking yeast out. I was trying to make a clear beer, man. And it just didn't work out. Um, and yeah, that that's that. That's my happies and crappies. It's been pretty easy. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, so my happy is Pittsburgh's top of the, uh, top of the AFC North, um, over top of the Ravens. Thanks to the chiefs yesterday, uh, Pittsburgh sit at the top of the pedestal there three and oh, um, I would like to say that they're going to go four and oh against the Titans, but I, nothing's ever guaranteed. I also have a, that an game easy... is not guaranteed. Do you see the, the the whole COVID situation with Tennessee and the Vikings too? Not. Yep. Yep. They uh yeah. they canceled all football operations because they had like eight players test positive. The Titans. The Titans did. Yeah. They're and the then they gave the Vikings all this COVID. That's some bullshit. That's and fucking. The, and the Vikes canceled their football operations today. I don't know how long they're gonna do that for, just because they face the Titans. But um, we'll see what happens with that because it's interesting. And sorry for interrupting. No, that's fine. I compl- I did see that, but completely forgot about it until you reminded me. I saw it was, uh, uh, I got an ESPN update saying that it was the Titans and Vikings. So I, so do you think they may not play Sunday? I think the NFL is planning on um, them playing, but I, I don't know how that's going to work because if you have eight players, they I think they're sus- Tennessee is suspending football activity until Saturday. So they're going to walk in and 
without practice and stuff and play a game. I don't know how that works. Um, I saw rumors of them switching around bye weeks for both teams, but I think the plan right now is just to have it go on as normal, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I have no idea how that's going to work. Switching buys would probably be, probably be, well, the best way to do it, but it kind of sucks for the team that's like, oh, we got to buy this week, let's relax, and then it's like, nope, no, you don't. Unless they just do, I don't know, two or four teams of a buy or an, an extra set of two teams as a buy, and then... The, the way that they team. saw it lining up, if they, if they had to, it would actually work out pretty smooth for Tennessee and Minnesota to flip their buys this week, and it would work out for a full season. Like It wouldn't really affect anything other than those two teams having an early buy. But um, I think the plan is to continue on, but um, we don't have any more updates. So yeah, yeah, I I hope they play. I would. I'm I'm excited. I want to see. I want to see Pittsburgh keep rolling. I'm very excited to see when they play the Ravens. That'll be that'll be a tough one. But uh, right now they're looking like a. Uh, <clears throat> I want to say like a 12 and 12 and 14 possibly, and that's on the high side, obviously. But uh, that's what it's looking like. And I got an easy. Uh, win in fantasy this week, and uh, Fuck who who's that over? Or, or no, sorry, I got an easy win this coming week. I should say last mm. week I only won because Kamara in both wait, leagues. Wait, are you playing me? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, that is just, an easy win. I just traded for a Steeler Steeler boy in that league with you yeah, boys. Who did you try? I saw that we had an accepted trade, but I didn't see it. Like who? I uh, Dick's been trying to get Julio Jones off me, and I uh, have no receivers, so I I bit the bit the bait. I traded Julio Jones for Juju Smith Schuster, T. Y. Hilton, and A. J. Green. You traded Damn. Julio for those three? Yeah, because I looked at his team, and he has Michael Thomas. Um, he has Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, and now he has Julio. And I said that, and that's when he threw in A. J. Green. He's like, okay. I'll throw an Adrian Green. I'm like, I need the depth. I take away some of your bench depth. You so traded I'm... Derek. Yeah. So it sounds Gosh. like Derek's once again p- p- compiling a super team to dominate the league. <laughs> he, he is. He but is. I took away three good players. I had to. I had Jarvis Landry as my number two wide receiver. That's a number two, Jarvis. You know. Oh, no, he had four like catches for thirty yards the last two hey, games. If they have a good week, you never know. <laughs> no, he won't. Baker Mayfield's awful. <laughs> Yo, I'm so off the Baker bandwagon. I have left that station two years ago. Thank God. Um, I have Jarvis as my wide receiver number two in my other league, but that also is because Godwin is is hurt. But I mean, it is what it is. Oh, my crappy is, <clears throat> you probably can't hear it that much, but I got a little plugged up, a little stuffy, maybe a little a little bit of a uh, cough, Corona. dare I say. COVID attack. Got the COVID. But the thing is, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm searching for symptoms and things, and everything is not pointing towards it so far. Um, it's just a little nasally plugged up, a little bit of a phlegmy throat. Um, so... Hopefully what that's kind of it. word is fucking phlegmy, man? That shit is disgusting. Flemmy. Don't ever say that word again. I hate that word. Like, <laughs> that's no, funny. No. When you say the word phlegm, when you say phlegmy. that, yeah, fuck that shit. Moist that's... and phlegmy. 
See, I got no problem with moist, man. A nice, you know, a nice moist burger, no big deal. But a flammy burger, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nice. That's because moist is, can be used to describe a burger. No one ever describes anything <laughs> moist. I don't understand the fucking heyday around moist, dude. Moist is a good word. It's okay. It's all right. Okay, you got a moist. You know, you're moist, all right. But you're flammy. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, flammy's a little nastiness. Moist, moist is great in almost all aspects. When's it not? When is it not? Moist when you're soccer moist when you're duck hunting. That sucks. How often are you? But like, you can how often are my socks sock. moist when I'm duck hunting? 100% you can handle moist time. socks. You can't handle wet socks. There's a difference. Moist carpet usually isn't good. But it's but but every but wet is way worse than moist. So if it's just moist, like ah, it's it's getting just there. A little perspiration yeah it's what's, getting there what's, what's not always worse than moist in in like the, the the areas that you're talking about right now in your socks in your carpet obviously you would want, want it less watery so therefore moist you're like oh we're, we're teetering we're teetering but it's wet you're fine. i don't want to hear you talk about wet carpets <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah what, you dude you're i'm not gonna lie can you feel that me? was on you that was on you that's all fields Nah, dude, I'm going in. I'm saying moist in 2020 is an okay word. I'm saying that right now. So, Baka Jabbar is um, hinting at, at one point in time, we thought that one of our friends were going to be abducted by a Russian spy. So we needed to teach him how to uh, endure torture methods. And the only torture method we ever did to him was waterboarding. Um, it was so, fucking Derek, okay? I'm gonna say it right here. It was Derek. So yeah, we were waterboarding Derek casually, and then we thought, you know what? There's not enough space. So the only place that has enough space is Baca's room. And we waterboarded Derek in Baca's room with a five-gallon bucket. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it. He did it, dude. That's what matters, okay? Little did we know, unbeknownst to us, Baco was having the shittiest day ever at work. Comes home, and we all just are sitting there. <laughs> what the fuck? No, 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 Bog, seriously. Like, we have the videos. This, this is, like, a good reason why I did this. It's worth it. It was worth it. And... It wasn't worth it. Baca sat in his room all night long, and he was very mad at us. And Derek, well, he's stronger because of it. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk I about wet carpet. That shit was heavy moist. <laughs> you probably fucked up so much shit underneath that carpet. Oh, dude. <laughs> that's the least of our worries. <laughs> I would just like to point out that that's probably one of the first times I've heard waterboard and casually in the same sentence. <laughs> Just casually waterboarding our friend. We did waterboard him a lot. Like he was, and like yeah, his, his, what he tried to do, which like would never work ever, was drink all the water. And it was like, we are pouring five gallons of water on your face. You can't drink this. But like, you know, he thought. You know, he's going to join Chestnut. And what just, other what other strategy can you have at that point? You know, you might as well go for it. Yeah, and it was like the slow trickles that got him. And then the whoosh. And then he would just fucking get all coughing, tired. The coughing would start and it just, oof. Yeah, honestly, he was not a... The Russian spies would have had a heyday with him. He was kind of weak. <laughs> weak. How did, 
How did he, like, did he have a safe word? Or did you guys just, like, say, fuck it, if he dies, he dies? No, he's, he's, he didn't have a safe word. He wasn't tied down. So, like, if he was going to die, he, hopefully he would roll over, you know, or something. I know he didn't have that much pride. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's in Baka's room. It's not a big deal. If he dies, it's Baka's Yeah, fault, fuck right? you. <laughs> fuck. And it's funny because we had two other rooms, a living room, a kitchen, and a bathroom to choose from. And a hallway. And we chose your room. You should feel blessed. Look it's because Baka's room is the ba- it's the closest to all of those rooms. It's, it's like the center of everything. If, if you, like, distance-wise. That's true. It was the center of fun. And we had fun. You did. Also the smallest room in that apartment, by the way. And, it, hey, Nick, it wasn't our room, so we don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why I'm telling the story with glee right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looking um, back on it, it still sucked ass. <laughs> hey, you know, usually you're like looking back on it. That shit was funny, but like you're completely different. Um, if you were there, you would loved it. Yeah, you probably I would was, show us your room. I was there afterwards, and I definitely did not love it. <laughs> There's a few things in that apartment that were like kind of just frustrating. Like when Joey threw up all over the fucking armchair, and then we, I had to help him carry it out because, and he didn't tell me, he didn't tell me he threw up on it the night before. He's like, yeah, we just gotta, we just gotta throw this out. I'm like, okay. So I go to pick it up, and there's just puke all over it, like on my hands and everything. Joey pissing on the railing, and I, I used it going up, and it's all wet. Like, all you had, you didn't have to do any bodily fluids. You just had water all over. Yeah, that's true. I guess putting it that way, it's still there's, sucked. There's <laughs> been some fucking bodily fluids. So oh, yes, know. there has been. <laughs> so we promised our listeners that we would dive into the Carol Baskin story, um, and I don't know anything about it because I did anyone, not. I did you, not research it. You're prepping this. I don't know if anyone has any information because I have no. All I know about Carol Baskin is. I heard on the radio this morning she got saved by the judges last week on Dancing with the Stars. And this week she got voted off. Oh, okay. I was going to say I heard this morning that she got voted off. So I was going to – so that's true. Okay. But I don't know anything else about this story. I think Fields was the one that was hyped up to – Bring us some evidence that we. Oh, no, 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 no! Get the fuck out of here! I, I swear not, to God, it was you. I was hyped up about hearing the story, but I was not involved of the story. I had no idea what was going on. Who told the story? It was either you or Cole. It was definitely. It was a little bit of. I think it's a little bit of both. It was mainly just like that her husband's remains were found by a dog. <laughs> Who was sniffing them out? Apparently, yeah. I'm hyped to hear about this, but I got no. I have no fucking information. So, all right, let me just. I I looked it up quick because we did kind of hype it up, and that'd be a bummer to hype it up and then just be like, oh yeah, we don't know. So, a a cadaver dog is that right? A cadaver dog has picked up the scent of human remains near the lake house near the lake house of Carol Baskins, Um, missing ex husband Don Lewis. It has been claimed. I mean, I'd imagine, fuck, who else would that be? If there's another body by her fucking lake house, this one's got even more issues. Um, The Tiger King star's former husband disappeared in August 1997. It was declared dead for five years. Um, Or no, and was declared dead five years later, which was 2002. So it's been 18 years. Um, Body was never found. 
Um, according to the reports, the dog has been trained to sniff out human remains and detected a smell close to the property of Florida. Um, How is that was- possible? 18 years later and they can still smell a body? Dogs, That's- man. Well, that was what happened in Fargo, like um, in the Popper Cemetery. Um, they were looking for like a dead body in Trollwood Park. But trees take on the sense of cadavers if you plant trees over um, cemeteries. So the dogs couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. Um, so they were just smelling dead people everywhere. I was actually uh, just going to say, Detective Jim Rathman told up uh, um, one of the... Uh publications cadaver dogs can detect human remains 20 feet below water 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 yeah and the fact we're having her what we have her alerting on the same spot was extremely exciting so how so the fact that they found it 18 years later is kind of standard i guess because they can literally how i I don't dude i don't know i i don't know set how are scents lingering above ground 20 years later. That makes no no sense to me at all. All I know is every time I fart around a dog, I'm going to feel awful now because they're (laughs) going to smell smell that for the next 13 years. (laughs) (laughs) If it's a cadaver dog, or is it cadaver? Yeah. Cadaver, cadaver. 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 Definitely cadaver. I have a cadaver graft of an ACL in my left knee right now. Cadaver. So could the dog smell the other person's cadaver? ACL in your leg. Uh, I guess we could test it. I think those well, dogs should smell just about fucking anything. So does that? So I don't think that would make much sense because his body has taken on the ACL, but um, it's still someone well, else's. So therefore, well, he's, it's still he's had to have grown like his own cells and things around it. So I think it would just smell like Brandon. Fair enough. So does each person? So that so therefore. Each person has to have their own unique smell, right? An old, an own moist scent. Yes. Yeah, I think they give dogs think, like articles of clothing and things for people. Yeah, that's that's for people that are alive. I think with cadaver dogs, um, and we could easily research it. Everybody they, has their own smell when they're rotting. Like corpses rotting smell same smell the same. And that's what they're teaching them. Oh, they're just looking for dead smells. Oh. Yeah, they're looking for, like, dead people because we, obviously, when we rot, things are, uh, microorganisms are eating us and the then they off-gas. You're not even, are you still rotting 20 years later? Your are you bones are out? still, your bones are still rotting. Slowly? Yeah. This shit is fascinating. Because there's, like, dogs right now um, in... I forget which country it is, but they are able to detect COVID in people at like 100% accuracy. Ireland. Yeah, in Ireland. I'm just fucking with you. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Cole, you should you should become a cadaver dog. Which Cole are you talking to? You. Fields. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say that to the other one. Dude, I got a <laughs> fucked up nose. I got a fucked up nose. If I could smell, I would smell. That- okay, fair enough. Finland. Uh- have you guys not heard of that story of that that cat that used to literally go and just like lay next to people that were gonna die within like a week in a hospital? You guys never heard of that? Uh, I've heard something like that, yeah. So, the fact that like animals can smell like the sense of kind of like almost like a dying person, they can like smell it and they can like sense things. But so the thing better. is, like you're in a hospital. How many times do you lay next to something? 
No, 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 no. Never? This was literally, the, it was a cat that would go. It was just, I don't know what year it was. But cats was... be catting, dude. Cats be catting. <laughs> they're walking around. They're laying down no, next they, to you. They wouldn't, they wouldn't leave the person. And then the person was always dead the next day. Maybe that cat was cursed. Did you ever think about that? Have it was a de- demon cat. <laughs> demon cat, dude. Or cat. Maybe the cat was laying on the person's face while they were sleeping, so they died in their sleep. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the cat was like part of an assistive suicide uh, program inside the nursing home. Are you telling Who me knows? Conspiracy Conspiracies the can arise. Is training cats to secretly kill people? I've been trying to do that with Luna for the last two years, and the. All she does is bite people's ankles. I feel like I, this, she's right there, though. <laughs> she's close. I she's have a new theory close. here. You know how they train dogs to be cadaver dogs, okay? This cat was being trained to be a cadaver cat, but the cat was like, fuck it, I'm just going to kill people, and then I'll find them, because I am so good at my job. <laughs> so the cat Meow. was around killing fuck people. Dude, the cat is playing chess. The dogs are playing checkers, <laughs> and this cat's playing chess. Exactly. They, like, release the cat, and they're like, all right, go find the next person that's going to die. And the cat's just like, all right, fuck, dude. <laughs> and Kill. here's the... F- yep. So what they really... They only taught the cat how to unplug the plug-in to, the, like, the respirator, you know? Like, that's how... Yeah. That's how the cat... <laughs> it's so mysterious. All these people are dying. This cat's just, like, unplugging all their shit. Yeah. All their life Labeled support. as a hero, but is <laughs> yes. a true villain. Fuck that cat! <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's that's a good conspiracy. That's a you no, that's fine. I was just gonna say that's a good conspiracy. Um, mainly because cats are fucking like, not gonna lie, little devil creatures. Yeah, they're little devil creatures. They they like to run around. They they would kill all of us if they could. Have you guys seen the Rick and Morty? Um episode where the dog turns into the fucking yes. The cat would never be that remorseful. Exactly. They fucked up the screen right. They should have let a cat do it to kill everybody. Yes. Cats are scary things, bro. I have I have this one girl on Snapchat from high school. Oh, okay. Tell me more. And, and she has an asshole cat. And when I talk about when I say she asshole has an cat, ass? no, 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 asshole cat. And I don't put that lightly. Like, you know, we all hear these stories about, like, the devil cats out there and stuff. But this cat is a certified asshole. I think once a week, she puts up a Snapchat story Snapchat story about uh, what this cat did in her apartment while she was out to work. And this week's latest update was she left a bag of chicken and wild rice soup, like a Ziploc bag, to thaw out in the sink. And she got home from work, <laughs> and the bag of chicken wild rice soup was on the ground, splattered everywhere, out of the sink. <laughs> Let's go, dude. <laughs> dude, this cat is this cat's unreal. Um, I think the last week was she had brownies made, and they're all bagged up. And then she got home, and all the bags of brownies were open and spread across the whole what entire the floor. Fuck? This cat See, is a devil. <laughs> I don't understand people who can go around living with an such an asshole pet. I got no. Pro- I will return that bitch. I got no problem, dude. I'm I'm a human being. I want to live my life. I love animals, but if you're an asshole, I don't need you in my life. Animals included. Get the fuck out of here. 
I don't need my fucking wild rice supper on the fucking ground when I get home and clean that shit up. I'm like, my bitch, question I'm- is, how do you, how do you get that as a cat? How do you get that huge gallon bag of wild rice soup out of the sink? That's 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 at least fucking what a foot foot and a half sink deep and yeah, yeah. pulled it out and threw it on the ground just because. Unless, dude, unless you're getting played, just, man. This this is a fake account. You're getting played. I I don't think so, cause she. I mean, she as a joke, she opened up the door and she says, "Have a nice life." And the cat ran out and she shut the door. <laughs> but have you guys seen? The video where that cat spills all that guy's shit and he makes the cat pick it up. No. Yeah. No, scoops their hand. He grabs the cat and like scoops its hands up and makes it put it all back. <laughs> I think it's so fucking funny. You guys got to see it. That's what I would do. If my cat did that, even though it'd be very hard to get my cat even in your hands because she's a little pussy. As in, like, <laughs> literally, she's a pussy scared of everything. A little skittish. But I also need to send you. I think I know Nick has seen it. I gotta send you the video of Piccolo taking the yarn out of the basket underneath our TV, because this just shows that, like, yes, cats are obviously not as smart as dogs. And although sometimes I think I Piccolo know, is dude. retarded, Piccolo <laughs> is smart. She literally pulls she pulls this basket out from underneath our TV and pulls the yarn out of it. To play with the yarn, like we literally hid this yarn in this basket and pushed it underneath the TV, so you can't, you can't get over and in the basket. You have to pull the basket out. She literally grabs this basket, pulls it all the way out, and gets the yarn out. And I'll have to send it to you because it's hilarious. But dude, cats are something else. And that was our cat rant. You used to never be a cat person, didn't you, Nick? No, I always was. I, oh. I'm not a dog. I'm not a dog person. I hate dogs. Really? All of them. Dude, you have the best fucking dog. What are you talking about? Oh my god, I have Arius. Stella is. Uh, if you're talking dog. about Piper, yeah. If you're talking about Stella, you're Stella. Very... Stella is a fucking moron. <laughs> That's why I love her. She's a dumbass dog. I love it. God, oh my she's god, so bad, she dude. woke. She woke me up. At like four, five, six in the morning, because she literally is so happy to see you. She gets so excited every time she sees you. Every single time, she would literally walk downstairs and just go right to the side of the bed. She'd put her face right by your face, and her tail would be wagging so hard that you'd just hear. How do you not love that? A cat would never do that for you, ever. Yeah, wake me up at four with your tail does knock. It sounds like someone's brutally knocking on the you door. You know what a cat would do? A cat would wake you at four o'clock hearing your mother's ashes get sworn or flipped off the fucking mantle over your fireplace and spread all over the ground. That's what your cat would do. Uh, your dog no, would never my cat would wake me up by cuddling with me and laying next to me or laying on my chest or face, which is great. See, your dog is more considerate. He doesn't want to put its whole weight on you, so it's, you know, the same deal. Same deal. That's it's not considerate. Cats just don't have boundaries. <laughs> Dude. How do we know? How do we know what to think about cats? I, I love like cats, cats and I, dogs I, for I, for each for very different reasons, but I love I do, both of them. I do like them both. Um but there's like you know you always have the case where you have a bad dog or a bad cat. You get the bad dog more often, but it's harder to find like a super cool cat. In my opinion, 
like a cat that's yeah. like, "What's up? We're chilling." Kelvin has great cat, a great cat. He used to have a couple, but one died. But he has a great cat. It's like super awesome. I love super awesome cats, but I feel like super douchey cats are more common than super douchey dogs. Yeah. Oh, I I really disagree. I really I, do. I I really agree with you on that one, Fields. <laughs> I think it's so much easier. I think it's harder to find a really cool cat than it is to find a really cool dog. But yeah. I think it's way easier to find a shitty dog than it is to find just like an. That's because most cats, cat. in my opinion, are shitty. They're mostly are just. Shitty. I, th- I think the main difference is, I mean, if you have a shitty dog, that means you have a shitty owner. But if you have a shitty cat, it just might be a fucking evil cat that doesn't give a fuck about anything that's going on in the world except themselves. And that's more likely to happen than finding a shitty owner. <laughs> I know that's, that's a good they're... point, but there are dogs that are just like, just misbehave. You have fine owners, but they just misbehave all, just all the time. Yeah, usually, awesome. usually those dogs are like Pomeranians. And do they really even count as dogs? They're just like little fucking rodents. See, are you So are you guys... Larger or smaller dog? Fan. Large dog. Larger. Large. I'm a I'm a mid-sized dog guy. But but I do large. I I'm a big large dog fan. But I do love specific small dogs, especially pugs. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, Me too. Go. I hate pugs. Oh my god, they're the best. What? I hate pugs. They're so nice. They're also Gra- like Grace's family has one named Bean. He's like 11 or 12 now. He's old. It's the best thing that's ever happened in my life. She's just, just the cutest old man. Just just had a three year anniversary. <laughs> a easy, <laughs> but the dog, um, pugs. Uh, I'll say it. Pugs are fucking ugly. Sorry. Yeah. Well, what about their personality? Sorry. That's a thing. They pugs have a great ugly. personality, dude. Actually, thinking back on it, most of the pugs that I loved in my life are also. It, are all so ugly that you have to love them because they're so ugly that they're cute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, that's if, like if that every makes pug. Sense. If that makes sense, yeah. I feel like the French bulldog is just a sexier pug. It really is. That's a great <laughs> way to put it. Like, like pugs are like just... And then you got like the French bulldog and he's like, what's up, brother? Like, they are, the French bulldog's getting to the club. The pug can go to the dive bar. And... Yep. I'd I take relate either. more with the pug. I would take either though. I they're both fucking so cool looking. See, okay, my parents got a really small dog. Like, uh, it's like a terrier mixed with something else, maybe a rat terrier. It's I fucking hate that dog. <laughs> so there are dogs out there that are fucking terrible. And I, I had a girlfriend with these two fucking like hunting dogs. I don't know what they were called, what they were. But those dogs also sucked, and they were big Not dogs. Ben Springers. Yeah, I think so. Like they're like really skinny, kind and of just hyper, super hyper. Those dogs are also awful. Like that's the thing. I cannot, I would not be able to live my life with a shitty dog or a cat. Like I would adopt one and like be cool. But like if it was shitty, I I have no shame in saying I can't handle this shit. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah, bulldog, I would agree. bulldogs are ugly too. No, they're well, not. Are fucking awesome. Okay, 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 okay. What kind of dog do you like? And don't tell me it's like a fucking Saint Bernard, because those dogs suck. What dogs do I yeah. think are cute? 
No, no, no. Or just what dogs do what I like. Dog breed, because you are personally attacking dog breeds that I feel like me and Cole and Baco would actually get. Yes, so what I, kind of I, dog I know breed? I am. That doesn't, <laughs> just because that doesn't mean I can't like pugs or bulldogs. I just think they're ugly dogs. Okay. I don't think they're. I don't think they're very cute, even when they're babies. Just like. Just like I don't even think I don't think baby monkeys are cute. I think baby monkeys are ugly as fuck. Who's ever said a monkey's cute though? I don't think any monkey's cute. Uh, a lot a of people love monkeys. And I think, think a monkey they're... is it's too humanoid to be cute. It's literally an ugly, hairy human being. What's and... wrong with being a hairy human being? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not that hairy. <laughs> <laughs> but, so. Uh... So yeah, what what what's your top dog? Like, what is the dog you are going to get? My my favorite dog, if I could have one, if I could choose, a Jerberian Shepsky. What the fuck is fuck that? Is that? Speaking Russian, it's it's a fifty fifty of a Siberian Husky and a German Shepherd. Jerberian Shepsky. They're the that sounds, goddamn like, things that sounds like the hardest dog to train of all time. It would be. It would be. It would be very difficult. They I, are pretty cute, though. Look at those things. I I almost hit a German Shepherd this morning, but I was running across the road. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's a dog realistically that I'm going that I would get because they're ridiculously expensive. But um, I do like Huskies and I love German Shepherds. I like Golden Retrievers. You're um, not. A, you're not a lab guy, are you? I really don't like labs, honestly. I don't either, dude. I don't either. Labs are like just what? super, dude. Okay, labs what? are like they're like hunting dogs. That's it. Labs are easy to get in Minnesota, so everybody has a lab. But labs suck. Why? They're only good when they're like ages nine to dead. Why? Because they're fucking psychos. Labs are good dogs, dude. Labs suck. I love labs. I love retrievers. I love both of them. I've never had a good lab. Only have met good labs. Yeah, labs suck. I had one lab that was cool. Her name was Annabelle. What is Stella? <laughs> Stella's a lab. Stella's awesome. What? Do you, okay, Stella's a fat fuck. Hilarious, but a it's a dog. Stella is a dog, dude. Okay, <laughs> when you think of a dog, you think of Stella. Like not very smart, but loyal. Fucking. Okay, maybe not loyal to you, but loyal to food. She's so loyal to me. In that way. Gets she, herself and stuff. Remember when she ate three pounds of raw hamburger meat? That was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Tell me that's not a dog. That is a dog. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's... Just thinking about Stella makes me need a fucking beer, dude. I don't want a dog that's too smart, man. I want Good a dog thing. Gets itself into trouble doing dumb shit. You're like, ah, oh, you fucking dog. I tell you what. this as he said that. Good thing we're in a beer podcast, baby. Let me uh, let me go get my beer real quick. You guys, uh, I'll let you. Sour, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the head I got on that yeah. side. I got a quick yeah. question before we get into beer. So, Nick, go get your beer. I'm going to ask the other two fellows a quick question here. What is your guys' uh, favorite uh, adult animation? So, like. Like the Simpsons, Family Guy, South Park, King of the Hill. Family uh, Guy. I have to go Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. That's a great one. That's a great one. Can you guys explain Rick. each? Go ahead. Uh, I would say for myself, Rick and Morty is just so fucking funny and absurd and like up to date with like today's culture. 
I mean, Family Guy and South Park and all that are too, but like Rick Moore is such a different dimension. I feel like it just keeps you involved in like what the fuck is going on. So I have to give my vote to Rick Morty. I will Whoa! say Family Guy is my number one. Um, American Dad is up there. Really? But Rick and Morty's number two. Strictly because Rick and Morty is just genius. Yes. It's very, like, literally the people that produce it are incredibly smart. Um, to make not only, like, things relevant and, like, plausible, but also because they turned, like, astronomy and cosmology and all these oh, all these physics into a comedy and an animation. So... Yo. Why is Jordan Stewart's girlfriend's acid? I really appreciate it, but I also think Seth MacFarlane is a fucking genius too, and people don't give Seth MacFarlane. So, what is like the most like the like the 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 animation series you watched the most growing up? Is that still Family Guy for you? Oh, growing up, I I actually never really really started hitting Family Guy hard until like end of high school and beginning of college. So, growing up, I really didn't watch it growing up. For, for me, it'd be The Simpsons. Oh, so I, I watched a lot of Simpsons growing up. Dude, I don't watch The Simpsons and haven't. I, don't I hardly watch The Simpsons. Back in the day, I watched a lot of it. Back before, we had no every Saturday. Sunday. What's up, Colby? What's up, Colby? Did we have another fucking guest appearance by Jay Stock? No, 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 no. I just had to, I just had to check out his new... His you gotta check out his girlfriend's ass, you fucking creep. No, I don't, dude. I, I feel weird. We, it's a cool gift, but it feels weird looking at it for too long. I'm like, <laughs> like, this is not meant for me. Let me stop. I'd like to, uh, <laughs> I would like to give a big a, a big shout-out to Josh Allen right now. Oh, God, yeah. Dude is carrying your team. <laughs> He's been Him and Kamara are just carrying. Oh, wait, you have both of them? Oh, my God. And Aaron Jones. Are you 3-0? Oh? Yeah. Oh my God, dude. GG. Hey, if you need, hey, I got some wide receivers for you though. Don't worry. Yeah, you let hit me up with the trade. I need some receivers, man. My running backs and quarterbacks are solid. I just need some receivers. I got you. I'm gonna hand this back off. All Let's right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing we were talking about the best adult, um, the best adult cartoon. Yep. Yes. It's One Punch Man. <laughs> not anime, not anime, not, not oh, anime. Okay. okay. Um, it's Rick. It's Rick and Morty, dude. Okay. What was your favorite growing up before Rick and Morty? Basically, I will probably say The Simpsons as well. Uh, I know they were hilarious. Mine growing up was King of the Hill because. Dude! <laughs> I've been watching a lot of King of the Hill. That's why I brought this question up because I'm like, dude, this is a fucking great cartoon. I watched so much King of the Hill growing up, mainly because my dad always had it on when I was growing up. So I'm like, hell yeah, my dad likes this. I'm gonna God watch damn this. Damn it, <laughs> King of the Hill is so good, dude. So good. I've been watching a lot on Hulu recently. I actually, I used to always be on TV, but I never actually watched it, so I can't even appreciate it or say anything on it. And same with Simpson, dude. I know The Simpsons is great, and people love it, but I actually have never watched, like, even, I'd say in my lifetime, I've probably watched a total of, like, five episodes of The Simpsons. What? Really? Maybe, maybe ten. Maybe ten, because my friend Landon used to watch it all the time, but I never watched it. 
God, yeah. I used to look forward to those days, like uh, Saturday or Friday night, Saturday night, when the new episode of Simpsons Sunday, came out. Sunday my, night. Sunday my night. 29. Especially the Halloween episodes. Yes. I was hyped for those. I watched a lot of the Simpsons when they aired on TV, but I've never watched it, like, on a streaming service. I have no interest. It just on- doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. I have no interest in watching it on a streaming service, but I, I that was, like, the show that I watched growing up it was The Simpsons. And my boy, I'm trying to, I gotta, gotta do another one of these fucking things now. My boy Homer really likes his beer. That's and so it's about time for us to hit up the beer review. Yeah, tonight... this fucking corny ass <laughs> bullshit. Oh, sorry. So tonight we are reviewing the Lucy Sour Session, Session Sour uh, from Indeed Brewing Company, uh, the Crush Guava Sour from. 10 Barrel Brewing Company, Mel's Magic IPA from Iron Horse Brewing, and then a German Blonde from Bemidji Brewing Company. Not a Duff beer? Not a what? No, we're not not reviewing Duff. Um, I actually, the only chance I ever had to try a Duff beer, I, I wasn't... Uh, soda? I wasn't 20, 21, but I was in... Universal Studios. My dad had one. I tried to sip, and I remember not loving it. So, there's that. Who wants to kick off the beer review? I can go. Um, I am doing Indeed Brewing Company. Uh, Lucy Session Sour. Does anybody know uh, what session would stand for? Is that like a term? Yes. Can you explain? Yeah. Oh, okay, you want me to answer that? Uh, so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So session session beer is a beer that generally has a lower percentage, um, and it is able to be drank in sessions, um, as in you can drink a lot of them at once, not get a bad hangover. Um, you can crush them. It's sessionable. Um, very German thing. They, they okay. call beer drink sessions. So that's a session beer. Well, uh, thank you for the explanation. I wasn't sure if it meant like it was supposed to be a mixture of two things because this beer tastes very much which like a beer that I've never had, which is like a mix between an IPA and a sour, which I find very interesting. Uh, I've never had a beer kind of, or I've never had an IPA dip its toes into a sour side or vice versa. So it is kind of a, a kind of a mind fuck for me. But um yeah, it's the Lucy Session Shower. Lucy wow. Lucy Session Sour. Four point six. That's a t- tongue alcohol. twister. That is a tongue twister. Lucy Sessions Lucy Session Sour. Yeah, right? yep. I yep. think it's impossible. I think it's impossible to say. Okay. Especially after a couple of brews, it it, it comes <laughs> off. What have you been um, drinking after a couple of what? <laughs> But it has notes, it says on the can, notes of tart, citrus, and tropical. You definitely get those. Uh, I think I reviewed one other Indeed uh, Brewing on this podcast, and it was an IPA that I absolutely loved. I went and bought it again uh, over with Nick, actually, and he can confirm that it was a great one. It's fucking um, awesome. It's got a great smell, very tropical. I'm going to take another big gulp like we always do. You know how I do it around here in the uh, booze and banter side. That is the Bacchus trademark right there. Take a gulp midway through the review. It's trademark. <laughs> it is. It is. I just have to re- I have to give you guys an honest opinion, and it comes out better when I take a big gulp. But, um, yeah, it's weird because it does taste like an IPA. 
um, mixed with the sour, which I, in fact, am a fan of. Um, it's sour in a fruity way, not like a simple sour, not like a little pucker, but it, it's definitely got that sour in it. Um, you kind of get grapefruit tones out of it, I would say, more than any other fruit. And it's got good hops. Um, it makes me want to drink more. It's nothing too strong. I'm a big fan of the. I guess I'm gonna I'm a I'm a brand of the IPA sour. Uh, I think there needs to be more beer like this out there. I haven't found too many, especially after trying all these new beers on the podcast. So I'm definitely gonna be putting this into my mini fridge and looking for more like it because it's interesting. Oh, do I have a brewery for you if you like, if you like sour IPAs? Yes, and at one point in time, and at one point in time, you interviewed there. Junkyard. Terminal Delight, baby. Sour IPA. Let's go. My favorite my favorite beer. One of my favorite beers, although they switched up the uh, ingredients. And the first one I had was much, much, much better than the second one I had. I didn't really like the second one, but I loved the first one they had. It's a great beer. I'll have to get it for you sometime. The first one I had was a lemon orange color. The second one was straight purple. So it was definitely the second one was blackberries and and uh, pomegranate, I think. And the first one was like a, oh man, I don't even remember. It was like an orange vanilla something or another, but it was very good. But um, since I'm rambling, I might as well just go ahead and do mine. Hell yeah. Um, I am reviewing, excuse me, I gotta do this. I am reviewing the 10 Barrel Brewing Co. uh, Crush Guava Sour. Um, It does not have a tidbit, um, but it does have on the side of the can, it says, beer questions, call 1-844-DRINK-10. So that's kind of cool. If you have a question on their beer, you can just go and give them a call. What are the odds you call them right now? Uh, one in seven. Wait, so one, eight, four, four, three, two, one, three, four, three. (laughs) I I swear to God. I heard it. I heard it. (laughs) I saw it. I I heard it with my own two eyes. Um, so it does have, (laughs) it does have a number to call in case you have any questions. Um, I will not be calling them, but that's kind of cool. Um, sour ale made with guava. Honestly, that's. That's what it is. It is a um, obviously a sour. I honestly think Cole, uh, you'd really like the sour because it is really reminding me of kombucha. Ooh, okay. Um, it's it's kind of like a um, how shall I put this? A more it's like a natural, more natural flavored sour. Like which is kind of it's kind of rare to come by. It's more of a an earthier sour, I guess, which I would I assume the, earth. Is the, the guava, and probably that what's reminding me of kombucha, because it's like an earthier flavored sour. But I don't really like kombucha, and I'm really on the fence with this. Did sour. you just say you don't like kombucha? I've said this multiple times on the podcast. I do not like kombucha. This is some bullshit. Kombucha's ass. Yeah. What? It's like it's, it's just like drinking apple cider vinegar. It's that's terrible. Bullshit. Have you ever tried 
the fucking field specialty kombucha homemade brewed? Literally, no. the only thing I've ever tried was Nick when he came up with the algae kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> and this shit was so garbage. I mean, anytime I hear the word, I gag. The algae is not a great representation of kombucha. <laughs> it is on the outer fringes of kombucha. It, I, I don't mind it myself, but it's not something that I, I grab every time. Not a great representation. Nick, you fucked us over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shit. So um, is it going in your mini fridge? Uh, I'm going to have to say no. It's not going in there, although it is. It's not extremely sour. It's got some tartness, which I do normally like with sour, so they're not so sweet and so bitter. Um, I like a little bit of more tart. Um, it's got good flavor. Really, it is. If you like guava, it is great because it's just a guava sour. Literally exactly what you'd expect. So... Um, for those who do like sours and happen to really like guava type things, it's really great. But for me, it's not going in my mini fridge. I will be finishing it, finishing it, but I will not be uh, purchasing any more probably. So, all right. Well, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one. Um, so again, I have the German Blonde from Bemidji Brewing Company. Um, first off, the appearance of this fucking beer is awesome. It's super clear. Um, it almost looks like it was lagered. Um, and I think it just looks awesome. I mean, for a lot of blonde ales, they, they kind of come out a little bit of cloudy. This one did not at all. It's super crisp. Um, it tastes very good. Um, I would say that this beer though has a little bit of uh aftertaste to it uh i can't kind of i can't put my finger on it i can't about like what that taste necessarily is um you know that like egg thing you're talking about baka like what what would that what would that be hard boiled eggs sulfur yeah yeah (laughs) so this kind of has like a sulfuric taste to it in a sense but it's not like there enough to hate it um it's just like there which makes me think they lagered the beer um, with that specific yeast. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait. Is this, is this another blonde ale? It is, yeah. So what you're tasting is shit. That's what you're tasting right there, yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's it's like, it's so crisp and like actually pretty dry for a blonde ale that I feel like it tastes more like a lager Get than it does the, an ale. Out of here. Um, has good grain character, barely any hot profile to it. I would say this is probably sitting right around like the 18 IBUs. They don't put it on the can, but that would be my guess. Um, and this beer, very, very good. If you want to go to like an Oktoberfest and drink some type of German beer, um, this is something you could probably crush all day um, if you can get past sulfur. So, um, that's, that's sulfur is such a bad note to have in beer or any kind of thing you're consuming. So when you say if you can get past this one note, isn't that a big no well, to get past? Yeah. Who the fuck yeah, wants, that's, that's who wants to get Log- past that? Lager yeast gives off a sulfur taste regardless. Um, so most. Gold would never taste like that. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd be surprised. True, true baby. <laughs> that's true. Um, so is it going in my mini fridge? Um, actually, it. This cusp. is on the fence. This this is on the cusp. If they could clean this beer up just a little bit, 
um, and drop out the yeast a little bit earlier. It's in my mini fridge, but right now, as it stands, it's not. Um, I would like to try next year's version of this to see if it would go in my mini fridge, see if they use like a less harsh yeast to it. Um, and it's good though. It's crisp, it's clean, and you can fucking drink so many of these. I think it's sitting at 5%, which is solid, and but it's not going in my mini fridge. All right, so I'll, uh, I think I'm the last one here. I have uh, Mel's Magic IPA by Iron Horse Brewery. Um, last week, I think I had the same exact kind of uh, beer by our same exact brewery, and I really enjoyed their beer. So I've been really onto a stout game in this IPA. I don't know. I think I feel like initially I would like it if, but at this point, like today, I'm not digging it. I've been stouting it up recently, and I, I've been hitting the hard beer, hard or darker beer a lot, and, and I've been drinking a lot of my own homebrew, which is a stout, and I don't know. It's just not doing it for me. It's it has like all those typical IPA flavors, and it seems like it's a good beer. Like, I have no complaints about it, but it's just not quite doing what I want at this point today. So I'm going to say no. I'm not going to add this to my mini fridge. And that's would, this, be- would this go to your mini fridge tomorrow? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, when, See, when we do all this, it's all about our personal opinion in the exact moment of the fucking day. So it's very biased. And so at this point, I'm. that's why I have to say no. And tomorrow, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. What I noticed with, like, um, drinking, well, at least, like, especially when we lived in Fargo and we went to, like, Drecker almost every Friday, whatever time of the season it is, is, like, kind of what we're drinking. So, if it's, like, yes. summer, we're drinking, like, fruity IPAs. If it's spring, we're drinking, like, heavier IPAs. Then we, like, go into, like, the German, a little bit darker, dark as fuck for six months. And then, like, we come out the other side with IPAs. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's really tough when you're reviewing beer because, like, right now, all I've been drinking is, like, German fest-style beers. So it's, like, hard not to put this in my mini fridge because that's what's in there. Um, but... I, and I feel like that's kind of where you're going with this, too, is, like, you're in the stout season. Yeah. And I, it might be a little early to get there, but I've been really enjoying the stouts. and Because, like, I feel like it's everything's in, in, like, months. Like, we enjoy a lot of things, or at least I do personally, at, at like, very intense for short periods of time. So, like, during this, like, I feel like I had a lot of hazy IPAs this summer, and I've been really enjoying them in different IPAs. And right now, it, it might be a little early, but I'm just hitting the stouts up. And it's just, I, I, when the IPA comes out, I'm like, ah, it's good, but I don't want it right now. I want a, a, a different stout. Although, although we are biased on our reviews, because, I mean, it is personal opinion, and, I mean, we're not, we're not beer testers. I think we're, I think we're pretty fair about it. Like, we, we say, like, okay, this, like, this won't go in my mini fridge, but it would be great out on a beach or something. You know, like if we were reviewing on a beach, obviously, like we'd be like, oh, yeah, this is for sure. Like I've had five of these. It's great. I think although we are pretty heavily biased on our own personal uh, likings, I think we do a fairly, fairly solid about just letting people know, you know, like I don't personally like it, but this is how it goes, which I think is uh, is good for us. So Dude, I'm. I can't wait until we're corrupted by all the money we're going to start racking in for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or when we're only reviewing beers that we make. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the only time you have to worry is when Fields 
starts praising Samuel Adams instead of saying fuck <laughs> Samuel oh, that's when you gotta worry I heard another great I, I think I texted you guys about this but another great song by Sammy Adams the artist oh that made me fucking upset hey I mean if fucking the whoever owns Samuel Adams currently wants to pay us to shit on them all the power to him. He'll probably pay <laughs> us hey. to stop saying fuck Samuel Adams. Yeah, if fuck you want to pay Sam us Adams, to, dude. Stop, fuck that to stop shitting on you. Dude. Yeah, we're, we're here for it. I mean, we can be bought with money. We, would, we uh, literally say their name at least twice every <laughs> episode. So we they should be paying us. Like, no doubt, even if it's slander. We were like, dude, these guys really hate Samuel Adams. I have to go try some Samuel Adams. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I will stop saying fuck Sam Adams if I make if I get a hundred grand in my pocket after taxes, and that's when you know we made it. Yeah, because before taxes, I wouldn't take that shit. No, <laughs> fuck that. After taxes, baby. So I do have one bonus review, um, because I've reviewed these guys a couple weekends or a couple weeks in a row. I didn't want to do it again, but I have to. So it's the big bottom Bavarian Dunkel. Uh, from Swing Barrel Brewing Company. Um, this beer is uh, pretty solid. It's a traditional German brown lager. Uh, it's brewed with uh, classic German hops. Uh, they're called the novel hops. Um, so they don't necessarily say what they are because I feel like most people understand the hop profile of like a classic German beer. It's not there. But this beer is Really, really good. It pours really dark, but when you're actually drinking it, it's not that dark. Um, but it has a little bit of uh, earthy tones to it, and it's it's relatively uh, easy sailing, easy drinking. And with a fucking brat in the hand, you could be drinking this beer all day long. Give me some fucking Polish sausage and good shit. So, are you sponsored by Swing Barrel? <laughs> I have not told you guys, but we are being paid by Swing Barrel. Gotcha. For every episode, we say their name. I oh. haven't got paid yet, so I'm going to have to pick up one of their beers because I've heard nothing but good things, and I would love nothing more than to find a bad beer and shit on them. Um, That's sad. Baca, I think for about six to eight weeks now, you've been saying that you need to pick up Swing Barrel. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> swing over to Moorhead. No oh! Too it's often. Right across the bridge. Give me a break. Hey man. Hey, I get I get my beers on Tuesdays on my break from Happy Harry's. It's, it's hard to travel across state borders during this time of the pandemic, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's tough. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up our brew review for episode number 28. Again, we reviewed Lucy Session Sour from Indeed Brewing Company. Notice I did not stumble on that tongue twister. We also reviewed the Crushed Guava Sour from Ten Barrel Brewing Company, uh, Mel's Magic IPA from Iron Horse Brewing, and the German Blonde Ale from Brewing. And our bonus, the Big Bottom Dunkel. It's a Bavarian beer uh, from Swing Barrel Brewing Company. And... Only Lucy's is going in the mini fridge. Um, I'd throw the dunkle in my mini fridge, but it, this is just a fest beer that they brewed for this week, so it's not going to be able to go in again. Um, yeah. Do we have any would you rathers? Before we, before we do a would you rather, I would like to uh, quick plug um, Michelob Amberbach, Dude. Nick. For the first time, uh, Nick had Michelob Amberbach. Um, it's a little bit darker. Um, it's... I picked up a six pack. I've had them before. Uh, Nick's never had them, and I let him try one yesterday. 
Um, another really great introduction to craft beer. If you want to switch from domestic over, um, pick up some Amberbach, Michelob Amberbach Dark Lager. Uh, it's got great flavor for um, for a uh, um, a doorway into uh, into craft from domestic. Um, yeah, and I just want to want to kind of know what you thought of it, Nick, if you oh. remember. Yeah, I do remember. I only had two beers that night. Um, so the Amberbach is really solid uh, because it pours out a little bit darker, um, and then it has a fuller body to it um, than a regular Michelob. Um, and you're also able to actually like taste the grain, uh, taste a, a little bit of the hops, um, but it still has that like domestic uh, flavor to it, the domestic style to it. So you could easily like give that to somebody, and then the next time they're over drinking, hand him a fucking Pilsner that's you know brewed at a small brewery, and then hand him a light session IPA, and then get them all the way to sours, and get them all the way to fucking barrel-aged stouts like that is one of the best stepping stone domestics i've ever tried in my life boom there we go mike yes so those who love the mick golden lights and the mick ultras if you're looking for another michelob but want to kind of uh wander to the dark side get some amber box it's a great introduction nah i'm cool yeah you can stick with the golden (laughs) lights stick with the dude you should try the amber box i'm serious Someone enhanced me an amber, I like it, I'll buy a fucking three-month supply. This is what it looks like right here, if you're wondering. Michelob fucking so amber good. Box. Oh, it's made by Michelob? Yeah, I love them. Yeah. Have <laughs> you been paying attention, buddy? Uh, I was reading the Would You Rather question, trying to word it. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love them. Michelob Amber. But yeah, I'll have to give that a try. Is that sold everywhere, basically? Pretty or? much, yep. Six packs right by yeah, all across the, the border. Packs. Okay, yeah. As long as I don't have to swing over to Moorhead to get it, I'm cool. <laughs> I actually got this in Brainerd, so you might have to go to Brainerd to get it. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm there. Um, long lunch that day, long lunch. I am ready for our Would You Rather, if you guys are. I think so. All right. <clears throat> Would you rather be able to manipulate objects within view with telekinesis but limited to your current level of physical strength or have 10 times your current physical strength. So by by manipulate objects, do you mean just like move them or can I like shrink them and change the size of them, make them larger, smaller, different densities? I feel like if it's telekinesis, if you were able to move it, with your own strength and you're able to crush it with your own strength, I don't see why there would be a reason why you wouldn't be able to like would you crumple a piece of paper. Same fatigue. Would you have the same fatigue? Yes. It's like like physically? Uh with a telekinesis, yes. You got ten feet. Wait, what? How many feet do you got? How far? No, the the question is would you rather be able to manipulate objects within view? With telekinesis, so if you can oh, see it, easy, you can lift easy, it, you can do it with easy, your mind. Easy, yep. Easy, yep. Oh, easy. But easy. it only works with your current level of strength, or that's would you okay. rather? That's even easier. That's, that's have fine. ten times your current physical strength. Let me let me go. Mm-hmm. 
for anybody here that knows me, they know that I love to play disc golf. And I know that the best disc golfer in the world rakes in the fucking cash. And I also know that there are not that many blind holes in disc golf. And if they are blind, you just lay up to a spot where you can see. I'm manipulating my disc down the fairway to shoot negative 15 every time because I don't want to shoot a neg 18 every single time, but I'm shooting neg 15. I'm getting my fucking million dollar a year sponsorship. I'm being sponsored by ideas. I'm being sponsored by Red Bull. Yes. A guy is sponsored by all these fucking people and I'm going to be sponsored and make a bunch of money. And that's what I'm going to do with my whole entire life. Done. Okay. Nick, that is exactly where I thought you were going. Perfect. I love it. Where I'm going (laughs) It's pretty much the same thing, but less, uh, less like monetary, you know, like benefit. It's selfish. From less, <laughs> well, it's still selfish as fuck. You know how many times my whole life growing up since I've seen the first Spider-Man movie, how I, how many times I've thrown out the fucking the what's this called the love sign? You know, like the Spider-Man's thing. You know, it's like a love sign kind of. You know. Mm-hmm. Like the Spider-Man thing. How many times I threw that out trying to get the remote or some other small object <laughs> that's like just out of my reach? Like I want, I don't. It's all about convenience. I don't need to be fucking extra strong. How's that gonna help me? I guess I'll be extra strong. I guess that's how I felt. <laughs> Besides that shit, I don't give a fuck. It's about the daily to daily life convenience. Because like, how often do you actually need to be extra strong? Unless you're gonna go into like a job where if you be extra strong, you get paid more. Maybe okay. But if like the daily life convenience sake of things, where like you're just not can't grab something, you can like instead of Spider Man it to you, you can just like lift it up with your fucking mind and bring it over to you, like. Shit, like right now, I'm I'm doing it to a, like a fucking bottle of water, like yeah, mm, boom, crack it, let's go. Yeah, it doesn't work, not yet though. Fair enough. Could you like in that situation? Is that like could you force choke somebody with your mind if you had telekinesis? Totally, yeah. Yes. You got enough power. If you have a, enough grip strength to choke them to death, you have enough <laughs> strength to choke them to death. Okay, 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 okay. I just We're imagine trying. like. I'm laying in bed and Eleanor is crying and I just telekinesis her over to me instead of getting up. You have to see her though. Doink, doink, doink. Yeah, she sleeps right next to us. And that is the fucking life hack of the world, dude. That's that's where being a dad changes changes your thought process. (laughs) Fuck them kids. My MJ. By MJ. Have you seen that meme? I don't know if I have. You've never seen that meme where it says, fuck them kids. And it's like MJ's face during that documentary of Last Dance. No, I don't think I have. (laughs) So, what you got? What you getting? I, well, I think the obvious answer is the telekinesis thing. That's fucking right, dude. Um, I honestly don't even think I need a why. I think it's just the obvious answer. I mean, 10 times strength, you can obviously, I mean, you can lift more objects. You can, uh, I mean, I don't know. You can join some weightlifting competition and win. Or you can throw a disc all, or you can do discus or shot put. Imagine how far you can throw a disc all disc. Yeah, imagine how accurate. far, you, yeah. 
I'd win distance competitions. Could, well, technically, sucks. if you technically though, if you had telekinesis, you could throw a disc off as long as you, as far as you could see. Only yeah, open towards this baby. <laughs> too bad Nick is blind as fuck. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to the eye doctor every six months now. Yeah, Nick's year. getting LASIK instantly. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't even know what I would all use it for probably a lot of daily convenience things but i would definitely use it for i don't know obviously monetary value i'm sure but you could also use super strength for monetary value too but i just don't think in the quiet way because no one's like holy shit i'm so surprised because that guy's super strong but some people are but well some people would be but everybody would be mind blown with somebody who has telekinesis they'd call you a witch you know, yeah, I didn't really think state. about this, though. Like, I can't focus on things very well. <coughs> and I don't think I'd be able to focus for the whole time my disc would be flying. I usually, in tournaments, I usually throw a shot and then just walk away. You'd look at a bird flying in the air and you get and distracted. And then the bird would fly straight to the ground because you, your mind is running off in a million different places. But okay. still, even if you don't, even if you don't stare at your disc the entire flight, if you throw it and you like slightly adjust it mid throw, like that'll still help a lot. So That's I think you, even if you don't like guide it exactly where you want it to land, you you can still guide it within you know twenty thirty feet of the basket and get twos every hole essentially. Okay, let's say let's say you have enough strength to do like one pull up, so you're off the or. Uh, no, or I don't know, but I don't know what I'm trying to say here. But what I'm trying to say, I know what I'm trying I have to say. I don't know how to now to do one pull up. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Lucky. I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know how to describe it. So with my telekinesis newfound powers, will I be able to fly? Will I be able to lift myself up if I have enough strength to get off the ground right now? Like, I feel like it. you would be able to, but uh, the amount of uh, strength that it would take to keep you off the ground, it'd probably give you an extra two to three seconds. So I can fly ground. for three seconds, bitch. Guess so how much? Barely guess off the ground, as high as you can jump for three seconds. Guess how many more seconds that is than everybody else in the world. Here's three. what I'm saying: since this is booze and banter, and we've all agreed on the same thing, which I would go with the telekinesis too. Oh, I am going to play devil's the advocate devil's here. Advocate right now, and I am going next. ten times my current physical strength. I'm going to get myself into shape. You're I'm going to become... going to lift like 40 pounds. Bullshit. Exactly. 40 more pounds than you'll Bullshit. be able to lift. Bullshit. Here's Fuck. what I do. You would not I get more up... in shape. You would not get more in shape if you could lift 10 times your weight right now. Because why Here's would you? Thing. You wouldn't let me finish my story. I am becoming... I'm trying to become a UFC middleweight fighter at 170 pounds. And you know what? If I got myself in peak male performance that I could get myself... I guarantee that times 10 is going to be better than anybody else in that weight class division. I'm going to be the next Conor McGregor. I'm going to be bringing a million dollars for fight. And I'm going to be fucking rich while you're over here picking up beers from your mini fridge with your little telekinesis push. Yeah, but guess when you're fucking 60 years old and can't fucking move a muscle because your fucking strength has crippled still, you. Still guess, 10 times stronger than your 60-year-old yeah, ass is what Guess what? I'm you're saying. still stronger than me, but bitch, you can't get off the fucking couch to grab a beer, guys. Who doesn't have to get off the couch? Here's what I'm saying. I grab a beer and I just crush it into my mouth. Just, just the simple squeeze you of my face. You know how many shards of glass is going to go into your mouth right there? You just, I drink out of glass bottles. That's I drink unrealistic. Out of can, and, baby. and 
is out this 10 times stronger. Have you ever tried to chew glass with 10 times stronger your mouth strength? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Think but about you're, it. You're, you're 10 times stronger, but your teeth are not 10 times stronger. You're talking about your muscles. Everything about you is 10 times your stronger. I've changed don't it. Don't get weak. Okay? Wait, that changes everything. That means you get basically bulletproof, right? Well, I mean, right now, I mean, humans are pretty fleshy. We're we're pretty That's fleshy true. human That's beings, true. yeah. That's true. Yeah, even so ten times. Even even ten times, you're like an armadillo. But see, well, armadillos killed everywhere. How strong do you think of like a bear's like uh, skin is? Because probably like four times stronger than ours. Pretty. Th- that means we're bulletproof, dude. Like people have shot bears with like nine mil, like nine millimeters, like hey, pistols, and they it fucking does nothing. You need like a forty-four mag to shoot a bear if you're like with a pistol. Yeah. If you're ten times your current physical strength and you got that attribute, doesn't that mean you'd be able to get absolutely ripped out of your mind ten times faster than you normally I be don't able think to? So. I don't think you'd be any faster. I think it'd be the same level of strength building up. But like, I think you you would have no motivation to gain any strength because you're already ten times stronger than anybody everybody else. I don't think you'd go to the gym. Unless I'm knocking out gym. Francis Nagano if I have ten times my normal strength. Dude, give, me think, my, I, give me my give me my mad minute and ten times. Are I think you kidding me? I've ten times your strength right now. To be honest, you're going out. Ask ask Joey how his neck feels after that the back lock I the camping trip we had this summer. That's true, dude. Joey did not stand a fucking chance. Because Joey has fucking weak necks. Everybody knows it. <laughs> All right, guys, that wraps up episode 28 of Booze and Banter. Again, we reviewed Lucy's Session Sour uh, from Indeed Brewing Company. And then the gua- Crushed Guava Sour from Ten Barrel Brewing Company. Mel's Magic IPA from Iron Horse Brewery. And the German Blonde from Bemidji Brewing. And bonus, since they're paying us so much, the Big Bottom Dunkel. It's a Bavarian beer from Swing Barrel Brewing Company. Again, that was episode 28. You guys know what to do. Fuck Samuel Adams! The NBA is very different than the MMA, especially now that the Nuggets are out and the Heat are in and the Lakers no are in and all. Let's go Heat! I'd probably root for the Heat as well. Are we all? Does everyone here want the Heat to win? Everybody? I do. Yeah, yeah like, let's go. Yeah, That's probably uh, the first time we've all agreed on something ever. My one <laughs> outro is. I'm really not looking forward to Sunday night football. Eagles versus 49ers. <laughs> Prime time, baby. Let's go. Prime time. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Have a good night.